0: You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hey, it's Geeks Pub. I'm Tim. I'm David. Hey, David. Looks Hello. like you watched a lot of movies recently. I was on a plane. Nothing yep. to do.
1: Is it, the thing about being on a plane with one of these new kind of newfangled DVR-type systems is you end up watching movies that sometimes you probably wouldn't have ever seen
0: otherwise. Yeah, because it's there, and you're like, oh, might as well watch it.
1: Of the movies that are there I also watched um, The majority of Gemini Man But I actually watched it Looking over Alexander's shoulder While he was <laughs> watching it Is that the Will Smith one? Yeah
0: Yeah I watched it that. That's not very good
1: I didn't think it was very good He really enjoyed it But I didn't think it was
0: very good No the um, Look I get that they have to De-age Will Smith The problem with it though Sometimes is the de-aging process that they use in some of these movies and TV shows? <clears throat> I don't know. It seems like they need another month of processing <laughs> to to. I don't know. Like everybody is talking about the the latest Martin Scorsese, The Irishman, yeah. on Netflix, yeah. and I thought it the story itself a it's like three and a half hours. It could have been an hour and a half, and it'd been fine. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have missed anything. Um, but beyond that. I didn't, for one second, believe any of those characters were young. Now, yeah. Did you watch it?
1: I've seen bits of it. I haven't seen the
0: whole thing. Yeah. But
1: I agree with you. You when you you look at it and you see the you think okay, so that the difficulty is it's it they're using digital technology, but they might as well have just used makeup because it doesn't look any better than makeup does.
0: <laughs> you know, well,
1: it, it's not convincing enough.
0: Here, here's the for you to
1: completely buy it.
0: Here's the problem, especially with the Irishman. We know from historical records what a fricking young Robert De Niro looks like. Yeah. It doesn't look like an old Robert De Niro de aged.
1: Yeah. No, no, that is the that is the point. It's not doesn't
0: convince. No, it's not it and it's not just that I know what he actually looks like, it looks fake as hell. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying the movie is bad, it by any means I'm not. I mean, heaven forbid anybody ever says anything bad about a Martin Scorsese movie. <laughs> um, but it was twice as long as it was comfortably needed to be because that's Martin yeah. Scorsese, you know, jerking off all over the cameras. Um, but it wasn't convincing at all. No, None of it. and
1: and the same with Gen- Gemini Man.
0: No, it doesn't look like we know what a young Will Smith looks like and they came, yeah, and he- they came closer to that than the Irishman did but not,
1: not close enough and not only that as well the, the, the whole kind of they, they obviously it was very clear they thought let's de-age Will Smith and then do a movie
0: build route. around a movie yeah we yeah. want to see an old Will Smith and a young Will Smith go at that's it right. yeah. that, that's and, the but, concept elevator was, pitch
1: it was sold like that in the yeah. trailers but then you, when you actually watch the movie that like happens for 15 minutes and then the yeah. rest of the movie they're like you know no we're we're, we're on the same side and, and at that point you just go well this is just one of those stupid it's such a trope now the idea of the baddie suddenly seeing sense and joining up with the good guy yeah yeah, it is boring it's Yes, absolutely boring and in this this particular movie, they made nothing of it at all. The actual guy who was pulling all the strings in the background—it it, was—it was a useless bad guy.
0: Yeah, carbon <laughs> copy of yeah. fifty other movies that are out there. Yeah, it, it's just a bad movie, and it—and it's—it's <clears throat> a shame, especially when you consider. Look, no actor or director goes into a, to a movie thinking this is going to be bad.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but it just felt like a half-baked idea. And they just go ahead and roll film. That's right. Will and, and Will Smith's star power is going to carry it through, and it's. <laughs> it, I guess they forgot all about Wild Wild West because it didn't work.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I I think. Yeah, I mean, a, a good comparison for any movie maker to do is say, okay, assume I didn't have Will Smith. Suppose I had somebody who's David barely Cullen. we barely heard of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Would the story be strong enough to carry the movie without the star? Right. And if it if it isn't, then you say, well, maybe you we shouldn't bother.
0: You know? uh, and that's kind of the thing. If, if Even weaker storytelling are a little confounding sometimes. You're like, eh. Um, Picard's a prime example. I'm two episodes behind right now. Mm-hmm. I'm loving the series. But if it wasn't Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard, it was just some random Starfleet officer, a new character, for instance, I don't yeah. think it would be that good. I don't think the story is strong enough.
1: Yeah, yeah, there is that.
0: and, and I mean, that one's writing yeah, the nostalgia factor to 10.
1: Yeah, exactly. And th- that is the flip side. Sometimes what might have been a stinker director video movie kind of breaks out because of the performance of the star. I mean, yeah. the movie that, that comes to mind is, um, is Taken with Liam Neeson.
0: Right. That's a, <laughs> uh, the, the, the basis of that movie is who cares? Yeah
1: exactly it's like situation created to let ex um, CIA guy go all bad up uh, bad on the it uh, was it was it the Albanians in okay. that movie who, who yeah. it doesn't who matter exactly. who cares right but the point is because Liam Neeson kind of 150% committed to it it became a much me- better movie because of yeah. I mean he is yeah. that movie Exactly, and and what proves that is actually the sequels that came afterwards, where he really started to phone it in, and it's just like, why, why even bother? I, right. g- I guess some like the Fast and the Furious is a <clears throat> franchise is another example of that, where it's well, the no, I
0: would that, say, you know, yeah, it's okay. Oh, oh, I thought I see. I thought you were going to say because they're phoning it in now, and I would say no, they're not. No, they're no, no, exactly. Really it's
1: because because they're taking it very seriously, and not only that, the filmmakers themselves are absolutely throwing themselves heart and soul into these very ridiculous situations they uh, uh, They're
0: stupid movies, but they're so fun to watch. Yeah, I exactly. loved Calvin uh, and Hobbes. No, I know that yeah,
1: that
0: uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> no, now, there's, a a, there's an action movie I would pay to see. Yeah, we're going to set that universe up now.
1: Fast and Furious, Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin
0: and Hobbes. Um, <laughs> that, that, I liked the movie, though. I mean, yeah. it was so stupid and far-fetched, but I didn't care. I enjoyed watching... Yeah. Jason and, and Dwayne, yeah. you know, that they don't like each other, and the little quips, and I enjoyed it. I thought, yeah, I like this. This is fun. And I like the last few... Even the submarine breaking out and they're racing on the ice, Fast and Furious movies, they've been fun. Uh, so I don't mind they keep making these stupid movies because I'm going to buy into it. I'll do the suspension of disbelief um, and just go with it because it's fun. There's nothing but, wrong with that.
1: But here's the thing. Sometimes... Even the star can't pull
0: a bad movie out, and Gemini Man is a good example of that. And it's you because know. the story. There there there's nothing there to further there were some good parts of it. I, I like the girl who worked in the marina who's actually watching him and yeah. that part was okay. Um but I just the premise behind it is just like Ugh yeah. This is stupid. Yeah. You just you never buy it. No. Um so it's too bad too, because like I said, nobody goes into making a bad movie. Has, so, y- yeah,
1: I, I wonder has anybody ever made a good clone movie? Mm. I think I think part of the problem is maybe clones as a premise is always weak. Yes,
0: I could think of one.
1: You can think of one where yes, where Clone could-
0: Wars <laughs> from the Star Wars series, which by the way started up its last final season six years after it ended. What a segue! Um, it's really good. I gotta yep. say, I've only watched the first episode. I think two, maybe three, are out now. But Cole and I are watching it on your and on
1: your recommendation. I've downloaded
0: season one, and I am prepared to watch it. Oh, I'll got have to you. try and catch up. The first the first episode is great. It's about Yoda and the Clone Troopers. It's really really good. Uh-huh. Uh, some there's some stinker episodes. Don't get me wrong, but taken collectively, I think it's the best of all the Star Wars material out there. It really yeah. is. Um, Have you
1: seen that? Have you seen that meme going around the last few days? Um, it says, uh, "What's his name? Pedro, the guy who plays the Mandalorian, yeah, has been hospitalized, <laughs> yeah, due to extreme stress from the weight of carrying the entire Star Wars franchise on his shoulders, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah." Um, so that's good to watch. And Apple TV finally has new content that's worth watching. The first episode of Amazing Stories. They really push the whole steven spielberg's behind this which is fine although i think what the hell has steven spielberg done lately that's worth a crap you which
1: know is, he's just withdrawn from uh, uh, directing he, well five.
0: He, well i know <laughs> thank goodness um some people are like oh no i'm like oh yes good did you see the crystal skull crap that was terrible um he's another one heaven forbid you say anything negative about Steven Spielberg because he's a national treasure. No, oh, shut up. He's a filmmaker. And the last few yeah. things that he's done have been pretty bad. He ruined a, an awesome book. Ready Player One is a brilliant book, and the movie sucks compared to the book. Yeah, um, It's not a bad movie if you've never read the book, but if you read the book, you're like, this is stupid. Um, anyways, uh, Amazing Stories came out on Apple TV. The is first he- one... <laughs> Go ahead.
1: The first one is a direct rip-off of a British sitcom.
0: That he goes back in time?
1: Yeah. Uh, And and also, uh, what was that... um Stephen King wrote a book about this, where somebody found a portal that goes to 1963, and they try trying to stop JFK.
0: Oh yeah, I w- killed, read yeah? that book. That yeah. book was actually really good.
1: It was really good, yeah. But uh, th- no, there was a um, a long running British sitcom called Goodnight Sweetheart, which was about a guy who finds in an alleyway behind his sweet shop that he- there's a portal to 1940s Britain during the Blitz, mm-hmm. and and he sends and it ran for about four or five series, I think. And basically, he 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 spends. The whole series running two lives you know and um this is basically the same premise
0: so this one is uh it takes place in 2019 hmm. and this guy is rehabbing this house and something happens and he finds himself in 1919 100 years ago and it's one episode that's it's just a standalone episode every one of the amazing stories from what i understand it is going to be one episode. It's a one and done. I got to be honest, David. It was really freaking good.
1: Yeah. I really see, enjoyed it. Now, did you see the uh, Jordan Peele Twilight Zone series? I have not. You have not? Because I'd be interested to know what your take between the two is. Because I'll watch it
0: eventually. And, yeah. And here's the, the thing, f- though. When you compare a series like this, you got to remember, each episode is going to have different writers, directors, you know.
1: Yeah, I know. But some... And some know, are going to be stronger know, and weaker than yeah, the others. I know the Twilight Zone series was very well received. Oh, it's I'll great! Just I don't know how this one stacks up. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the other monster in the room with anybody trying to do anthology like this nowadays is Black Mirror, which, which is, I haven't
0: watched. I've watched one, the one that was uh, like the spoof of Star Trek.
1: Uh, you've got to watch Black Black Mirror is fabulous.
0: Oh, I know. I just yeah. it's one of those that's like I'll get to it eventually. There's yeah. just too much good stuff out there. Yeah. Speaking of good stuff, like we said, you watched, at least, I see six different movies here. I know. That you watched. So let's start at the top, that you've got Uh Ad Astra, which I'm amazed that you watched it. Um, (laughs) I really, after watching it, I I wished I hadn't. Oh my God, such a bad movie. Uh, I love Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt is awesome. It was terrible. It was terrible. Just everything about this movie sucked Bad. Other than the acting, kind of. Um,
1: yeah, Tommy well, Tommy... Was, Tommy, Tommy, it, Tommy was phoning it in as well.
0: Oh, at the at the whole part of the end is just ugh, so oh, bad. So the premise
1: of this movie is that um, in a kind of a, a, a little bit of a future from now, space is much more developed than it is at the moment, but it's developed in pretty much the same way we do space at the moment. Rockets. Yeah, and uh, the, the f- you can tell the film is very clearly trying to make the whole rocket thing really realistic, which is a major fault. Yep. But anyway, yeah, so Brad Pitt plays this guy whose father disappeared on a space mission 25 years ago, and all of a sudden they think he might still be out there, and they want to send him. They, for some reason... <laughs> They want to send him from Earth to Mars so that he can phone, talk to his dad. Phone dad. Why he yeah. can't do that from Earth is not really explained. No, he's gotta to
0: go to Mars to do it.
1: <laughs> he's gotta to go to Mars. They've got a big base on Mars. So he goes to Mars and then when he's in Mars, they decide they don't want him talking to his dad anymore. Um, so then he decides he's gonna go and actually fly to his dad.
0: Yeah, right? and the of course prob- he has to swim under a river on mars to (laughs) somehow sneak on a rocket exactly but at first he has to escape pirates oh my god what the hell is going on first the first problem with this movie is that yeah they've
1: tried they've tried very hard to make to to imagine what the future of rocket-based space travel might be if it was regular yeah and then I, then you watch it and you think, well, why did they bother trying to make the space travel realistic? Because there's so much stuff in here that just isn't realistic. Right. Why even? Why, you might as well just you know, have people zapping around the place. They, The rocket to Mars, on its way, it, it hears a distress signal and ends up being right next to another ship yep. that has baboons on it
0: yep. for some reason. Killer kill, kill baboons.
1: Killer baboons. Which makes no
0: sense. You're like, what? Makes no sense. Why is there right? baboons in the <laughs> yeah. middle
1: and then he flies to Mars, and, and that seems to be just an excuse to kill the captain of the ship. The yeah, for no ship, reason. So that, so that Brad Pitt can take over when when the co-pilot freaks out during the landing. I think that was the only reason they had that sequence in there. Yeah. And so then he gets to Mars, and he goes to see somebody, and they, he, does, he does the comms and all of that, and then they say, right, and when he finally gets an answer... They say, right, we don't want you talking anymore. And he goes, well, I've got to go and find out what happened. And somebody tells him what really happened. Then the rocket that he arrived in has apparently moved about 50 miles away for no good reason whatsoever. Right. <laughs> Why would you land a rocket somewhere on Mars and then move it somewhere yeah. else? <laughs> yeah. And he's got it. yeah, he's then got to do the whole race out on a rover and um, – and, uh <laughs> The, the, the and there's sequence. pirates. Yeah. The part, the, the, the pirates were on the moon before he left. Yeah. They? I don't know right. why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, where the pirates come from? You know, you'd have thought if you've got a big base on the moon, it would be relatively easy to find the non-U.S. Army people who are on the moon. No.
0: Don't don't put logic on it. <laughs> you know. But here's the thing: um, they can only communicate with the father because he's way the hell away, right? Yeah. So then he finally gets to the rocket. He accidentally kills the rest of the crew.
1: <laughs> Which apparently nobody's nobody. everyone's cool with because by the end of the movie, nobody
0: keeps, seems to be. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what happened to the people that were on your rocket? Oh, I accidentally killed them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, okay. Oh, shame. Shame. Shit happens. So, yeah. <laughs> what, so, are you, what are you doing for dinner tonight? It's, yeah. Um, so, so, and then it, teams, it seemed the whole movie is. Then it takes five minutes to get to where the dad is. <laughs> well, why the hell didn't they just go there to begin with?
1: That's right. It's and, like and, five minutes. What, not the, what are you that, doing? The dad is doing something on the ship that's affecting Earth. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though he's been out there for 25 years, he's only just started doing this. Yeah. Even though the thing that caused him to be marooned out there happened 25 years ago. So that right. didn't make any sense. And then the the project then he was And he's on- killed
0: the rest <laughs> of the people there. Which is, I guess, how he has 25 years' worth of food.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then the project he's on, apparently, was a ship that went out to Neptune to scan the entire universe for life and find there was none there, which is what sent Tommy Lee Jones crazy. And it's just like, why do you have to go to Neptune to scan the entire universe for life? Assuming you could even do that.
0: Cloud cloud cover, David. Come on. Do I have to explain science to you? It's cloud cover. Everybody knows that.
1: (laughs) And then, to get back... (laughs) He basically has to. It, it was it, he has to basically jump off a radar yep. that's spinning, yep. which manages to actually point him right at his ship. It made him move much faster than the radar could apparently do that. Well, um, you so, know,
0: Dave, come that's relativity. Come on, <laughs> what are you doing?
1: And then he gets in his ship, and the ship apparently has no fuel left, which was kind of a, a planning... Considering it was originally going to take four people there, that's a serious planning error right there. Uh, so he has to ride a, an explosion to get back to Earth, which, yep. which point him in the right direction. Yep. It was just
0: awful. It was awful. Every single thing about this movie <laughs> is awful.
1: The, the plot, the the script... You know, it's an awful lot of um, Brad Pitt talking to some computer psychiatrist, yeah. which which always says, "Oh, well, you sound great." No matter what he says to it, yeah, <laughs> it was it was really odd. It was it wasn't really, odd; really, it was uh,
0: stupid. You know, no. that movie gave me a headache, but not for the reason you may think. <laughs> well, I that? my I, constant eye roll. Yeah. Yeah. My, I had so many eye rolls it's, in that movie that it gave me a headache. So, it, such a it bad movie, It
1: took itself so seriously. I know. I mean, it, it thought it was two thousand one a space odyssey.
0: No, and no, it just it, wasn't. No, it thought it was that other one. What was it? Uh, the, oh man, I can't think of the name of it. Um, Singularity, maybe? Is that what it was? No. Oh, oh I can't gravity. Think of it. Gravity. No, not gravity. The one that there's a black hole and they're going to go and there's oh
1: Inception. Yeah, uh,
0: not, it it thought it was Inception. so like, we're gonna make an Inception because
1: Inception was the other one. Inception in space, which is the one we're talking about, Interstellar.
0: Inter, yes, that's the one. Interstellar, it, which
1: which is Inception in space.
0: Yeah, well, and pretty it
1: much. Inter- uh, Interstellar, even though it had some fairly freaky plot jumps of its own, was a far better movie than this is.
0: Yeah, except the end was like, yeah. Um, well, that's what
1: I mean about the the weird plot jumps, but.
0: M- well, yeah. yeah anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a bad wanna, movie. You,
1: you know when I said that sometimes there's movies you watch on a plane you won't watch any other time? Ad yeah. Astra, definitely one of them.
0: The next one is better, but not great. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Um, the thing is about, look, they got, they got King Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus King, whatever it is, uh, coming out here next. And I guess early test screenings is extremely positive. So that's good because I heard this was plagued with some problems. But yeah. here's my problem with this Godzilla movie. Um the concept behind okay, there's these giant monsters um yeah. and there's rogue agencies in charge of it somehow and yeah. i it, 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 there's a girl and we don't know why, but she's there and her dad's a prick oh no I guess it's <laughs> her the mom is the prick. i I couldn't keep up with the human element. I didn't care. I just yeah. wanted to see some stuff get torn up. And you get to see that some in some good monster battles. It could have been a half hour and it would have been just as good.
1: Uh, this is the problem with it. Now, I'm a big fan of... I've always been a big fan of Godzilla movies. Oh, es- me too. Especially the old Japanese... Oh,
0: the 70s. A suit, I, the, yeah. that was, that was, I would watch those on Saturday morning like, in the yeah. wintertime and then go out with my moon boots and crush you know the, yeah. the plowed snow and pretend yeah. they were buildings.
1: So what, what they're trying to do with this, particularly this one, which has a lot of the classic monsters from the Japanese movies in it. Yep. Yeah. It has the Mothra, it has Rodan, it has King Ghidorah. And the idea was, and I've seen the Japanese versions of these things when Godzilla battles all these monsters, yep. even though they were done on a shoestring budget and had subtitles uh, and really weird Japanese scripts, they were much better than this one was. Yeah. Because this one was, it's so layered with an attempt it's at... convoluted. Build- yeah, the, well, they, they've tried We're to build a build They've a tried world. to build a universe.
0: Exactly. That's right.
1: And it, it just doesn't make sense. No. And then you could tell the studio interference in this movie was sticking out like a sore thumb.
0: Hey, there you are- know that girl from Stranger Things? Let's get her. She's a draw.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then there's a character who's been in the previous two movies who just disappears. And they just kind of mention off screen that she was killed. Yeah. <laughs> She's just vanishes from the movie. Yep. The, all of the characters who you've seen in previous previous movies from the series don't behave in ways they've behaved in the past. Yeah. Um, the whole kind of the military trying to battle the monsters because they're not really sure whether they're good or bad just doesn't work. Yeah. It was just it was just and there were, yeah, there were loads of characters shoehorned in for kind of comic effect and something and they just didn't yep. work. Let them it was it, yeah it was really really it, the problem is because, like you say, you almost think, "Okay, was worth the price of a mission for the monster battles." Seeing Godzilla beat down on the monsters is always good fun.
0: It's just not my Godzilla.
1: Yeah, well, this I want the- my Godzilla. Yeah, this, the, the problem is they've tried to they've tried so hard to make Godzilla the hero.
0: Yeah, but it's a giant and, monster.
1: Exactly, it's not man. a hero. But they're trying to give him hero motivations. It's right. like he's the balancing force, and then they go, and this one came from space, and he must destroy it. And it, it was just. Yeah, it just wasn't it's great. stupid. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, well, know, Earth protects itself from these things by creating... Ge- what? Shut <laughs> up.
1: <We're>, Earth isn't <laughs> you know, sentient,
0: morons. That's right.
1: Yeah, that's right. And then, you know, Godzilla's hurt. So what we need to do is we need to go and blow up a nuclear bomb right next to him to yeah, fix it.
0: that'll fix him. <laughs> it's kind of the military-industrial complex. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Just blow up so a yes. big bomb. I, but the thing is, I still kind of enjoyed it.
1: I st- well, here is the thing: I did too, and and this was that was one that I definitely deliberately avoided in the in the cinemas because I'd heard the reviews and they said it wasn't great. Yeah, but I, I did kind of enjoy it. yeah.
0: So the next one, Joker. The Joker, Academy Award winning movie. Yeah, I re I thought it was great. I really I really liked it. Well, here is the funny thing: when it comes to these comic book movies, I usually watch each one a couple times at least. I don't care if I ever see the Joker again.
1: No, I, I think it's a, I think it's a, a one shot movie. That's fine. I mean, no, no,
0: the popularity was the guy's going to make another one. I'm like, really? I, I don't think they should do that. I a hundred percent agree. This is a character study. Um, they've actually
1: deliberate. They actually deliberately pitched it. So you if you want to interpret it this way, you can say he's not the actual Joker from the Batman movies. Yeah. He, you know, he could be a character who inspired. Yeah, it's it's a, a true, a, a really interesting, you know, framing it against a, a potential supervillain. An idea of somebody kind of being driven by a lot of really terrible circumstances, kind of mad um, and then taking actions to an extreme on the back of that. I think I, I think it, that's what was powerful for me for it.
0: So what do you think and of the I, actor?
1: Oh, Joachim Phoenix. I thought yeah. he was great. I, yeah. He's – there is a risk with him. I, I, everyone, everyone knows apparently he takes it incredibly seriously and he's one of these kind of method sort of guys and all this sort of thing. I often look at his work and go, well, it's all kind
0: of the same note. No, but it's not. Here's the thing. And, and I would dispute that because yeah. – a, I, the movie I watched right after Joker was Her. Now, I don't know if you've seen Her. It's kind of... I haven't. Is he so, in that? Yeah, well, yeah, the whole movie is about him, really. Right, okay. So, in Her, terrible movie, um, it's sometime in the near future, and a new operating system, it's a self-learning AI, um, takes over your mobile phones. It's an upgrade, so if you want it, you can do it. And the voice of it, is Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> right, okay. Which, now, so far, this sounds like, ugh. Yeah. And he falls in love with her. Right. But his character and the way he behaves is 180 degrees away from what the Joker is and okay. in most of his roles. I mean, he looks different. He acts, I mean, and I'll be honest with you, I liked it almost as much as I liked Joker because... It's just really good acting. I didn't know where it was going to go. Um, I kept thinking, okay, this is going to go to the science fiction where the this, the, the cell phone AI is going to go rogue and start killing people or something. Or it's going to get jealous because it starts to... Nope, nothing like that. Um, it's kind of a love story. And it really, really works. I really enjoyed it. All the actors did a... F- just a fantastic job they didn't spend a thousand years explaining all this new technology they just assume you're not stupid and you could figure things out on your own and the the sets and the lighting and the filming the cinematography it was all just really well done and it was a lot better i mean this this movie came out in 2013 Mm. you know so i i didn't know what to expect but i you know After watching it, you kind of understand why this dude would fall in love with Scarlett Johansson's voice because, holy crap, does she have a sexy voice, which I never realized because, I don't know, I see her on screen and I'm like, yeah, she's okay. I mean, she's not all that, but but then you just hear her voice talking to him. You're like, okay, I get it. Um, I really liked it, and it's a completely different character than what he does with the Joker. And I think the Joker, quite honestly, if people want to know where he kind of... His take on the Joker, I think for a solid two weeks all he did was watch back to back to back to back to back, uh every waking moment, Taxi Driver. Yeah. Because it, that's it was, what this movie feels like to me. It
1: is, yeah. Very, very much very much so. It's it's you know, somebody's slow descent into into
0: craziness, madness. Into,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, I'll have to check out her because I've not seen that before then. If he's, um, it's really good. It, every time I've seen him, he seems to be playing these slightly crazy off the wall characters who are often very intense. Um, and the, let's, let's not pull it. I, a couple of people in my office hated Joker and it's because it's hard work. It really is. It, it is. It
0: pull, it's a brutal movie to watch. A, you feel like is. you got beat up after. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's really, it's very depressing. Well, you're like, who am I supposed to root for in this movie? There's it, really no protagonist i no. mean at first it's definitely his character but because I, he's just yeah. shit on over and over and i know over.
1: and i and i think i think some people are uncomfortable with it because they interpret it that it's trying to make the joker sympathetic which i don't think he i don't think it does i think it basically says look this guy has been terribly treated i think it says more about generally in real life how you can't you know you can't necessarily expect our society to treat people so badly and not expect for some of them to snap. Yeah. But it doesn't, it's not kind of excusing what he does at all. No, um, it just because, explains why it
0: happens. Yeah. It, it, that, it, it also doesn't demis- an excuse.
1: It, it also demonstrates how sometimes no matter what, even no matter how bad some people's lives are, um, even when they're given opportunities to change them and make something better, they can't. Yeah. They're just incapable of doing that. You
0: know, um, the ending I, was great too.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's it's the, the the thing is it becomes it's nothing you, that happens in this movie is expected. That's what I loved about it is the fact that you know talk about a great plot. You watch these things happen, and it's not by numbers. Even sometimes you're watching things, thinking, "Okay, all right, that's that's a bit of a trope," and then you realize it's not real. Right. You know. You're Although thi- half
0: the movie, I keep thinking, "Don't kill the little guy." I kind of like the little guy. Yeah, Don't kill that guy.
1: But 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 the movie itself as a as a description of the events is an unreliable narrator, which I think is a great concept.
0: And they really did drip this all over the seventies. It feels like the seventies. Yeah. It really does. I mean, it, this, this could have came out in 1977, the same year as star Wars. And you wouldn't have known the difference. That's how good the cinematography is on this. Talking about pretty good cinematography. Your next one is Terminator dark fate. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, up until this movie, I was done with the Terminator franchises. I was me like, hey, I don't need any more. They keep trying to capture the magic from Terminator 1 and 2, and they just failed every step of the way. They this just one, did.
1: This one, I thought, almost pulled it off.
0: It was, I, I think it, it kind of did, but it didn't at the same yeah, time. It, it, and I'll tell you why it didn't for me after you tell me why it did or didn't for you. Okay.
1: So, first of all, I mean, bearing in mind what we were talking about with the Will Smith movies before... The work they do in the, the, with this one, they didn't de-age people, but they basically took old footage of the right. characters and then kind of warped them onto new faces, and it worked much better than the de-aging. You basically you bought it. Yeah. You but there's a scene right at the beginning when the Terminator turns up and uh, young Sarah Connor is there and young John Connor is there, and you just kind of buy it as as real, and and yeah, you know. And also, I think they did a. Pretty good. I pretty good way of ignoring all the bad movies in between. Oh, they just basically. completely ignore yeah. them. Yeah. And, I mean, I, they, they don't
0: exist as far as I'm concerned. Exactly,
1: but they very convincingly. Although
0: I did kind of like the Christian Bale one. Yeah, it was oh. it was okay.
1: Yeah, but but what they basically did is they they kind of did a very intelligent, um, kind of jump from okay, how would you go from Judgment Day to this movie now? Yeah. There is, there are. When you stop and think, when you're in the movie watching it, you think, okay, this all makes sense. This is fine. I'm buying this. They bring Arnold back as an old Arnold. It works. Yep. He he. It was. It's the best performance i since he came back to acting I've seen of his. Um. Mm. I know. Yeah. Have you seen some yeah. of the other stuff he's done? It's yeah. Been oh terrible. yeah. It's bad. Yeah? yeah. He he. Kind of. He really brought it. He really brought into the role, and I thought he he played it pretty well in terms of. You know, here's a robot that's trying to be human, and yet, as soon as you kind of, as soon as he talks honestly about what he's doing, it's perfectly clear that he's faking it all. Um, and I thought that that worked really well for me. Yeah. Um, the climax is uh, one of the problems yeah. I think they had is that they made the uh, the new. They had the two
0: third. They had a great concept for the first two thirds of the movie, and they yeah. just didn't really know how to wrap it up.
1: No, they didn't. And also, as well, like, Well, they, I think they boxed themselves in the corner because the new Terminator was so powerful. It was right. virtually unstoppable. Um, and that is a problem when you need to end the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but but overall, I thought it was pretty good. I thought what they did with uh, Sarah Connor's character was good.
0: Well, here's my problem. Here's why I liked – I really watched I, – I did enjoy watching it, right? Yeah. Except for the end. I was like, ugh. Yeah. Filmmakers really got just – start with the ending how this movie ends and then build from there and it's going to be a better movie I think yeah but that being said think about the beginning of this movie it completely makes the second movie irrelevant oh well, that, well that's that's, that's the was, part that pissed me yeah, off I'm that, like really because that, if you watch one two and then this one well yeah. you might as well not even watch the, the, the second movie yeah that, it's, that,
1: exactly and that all that, the struggle was for nothing that's, that's the problem I have with it. And as I said, yep. this, is, this is something you only think about after you come out of the movie. Mm-hmm. You watch the movie, you're buying into it, you're, you're in the space, and it's all great, and then it finishes. And then you think, hang on a minute. If yeah. the rise of uh, an AI that nukes the planet and then Terminators that travel through time is inevitable, then what the
0: hell is the point? <laughs> right. That's, that's the problem with the movie. That's why the first one works so well. Because it sets up the future. That had to happen for the future to happen. Yeah. The second one, kind of the same concept, except this one negates that one. Yeah. And that's the disappointing part. Yeah.
1: And and also as well, you know, it's like, well, time. it's always difficult when you're doing time travel. But then yeah. you start thinking, well, hang on a minute. If Skynet was prevented, then the Terminators could never have come back. So how could somebody have killed John Connor um, and... You know how could that termination have lived all those years? Because it would have ceased to exist. Because nothing, and it, and it, then your head starts to hurt. Yeah. And and I understand it's hard to, you know, make well, these most time things travel bunch movies
0: up. are not very good for that yeah. reason.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I think this one suffers a little bit from that. Uh, time
0: travel only works if if yeah. it's going the opposite direction. I think you go back in time. Yeah.
1: But I have to say that the girl from *Holt and Catch Fire* who yeah. played the the half human. Term, yep. Half Terminator. She, I thought she was amazing in this. Oh yeah, she, she was really was good. Really, really good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so I, I, I still say it's worth watching. Yeah, but not as much as the next one, John Wick <laughs> Chapter Three: Parabellum. I enjoyed that movie. It was pretty good. Oh wow! Yeah,
1: I, I, I mean, could. I, I, I actually said to somebody the other day, I don't, said,
0: re- I don't remember a damn thing about it though. <laughs> well, look, like, they all kind then, of jumble up. All, all three John Wick movies are the same thing, right?
1: Yeah. It's basically, it's, it's put the guy who's the world's baddest assassin into a situation where he has to get from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie, and lots of people will be killed in between, right. and then let him go. And he go. gets to ride a
0: horse at one point. <laughs> so, uh, but, but what I liked about it is it literally takes place 30 seconds after the second one ended. Exactly, yeah. There, there's um, no time jump. There's no, it's just like, okay, boom, go. And, so, and I, so far, thought, you could watch all three of these movies back to back to back, and it works.
1: I thought it was actually better from that point of view than the second one. I was disappointed with the second one. Though. I agree with you to a certain extent. Because the second, the first one was obviously meant to be self-contained.
0: It was, and yeah, it was great.
1: And it was great. And then, obviously, they then wanted to make a sequel. So they had to find a way of getting him into assassin mode again. Yep. Um, and I didn't think the way they did it really worked. In the second movie, but obviously this one, because it's just a continuation of the story from the second, works a lot better. It, yeah, as you say.
0: He's already the end, there.
1: Yeah, at the end of the first, at the end of the second movie, he's like, yeah, you know, he, he's I'm done, back. <laughs> he's, he's done Whoa. some things that have implications. And then third movie, we see those implications.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and obviously Are you looking now, forward
0: to Bill and Ted?
1: Am, am I looking at what? Sorry.
0: Are you looking forward to Bill and Ted? Uh, really, I don't I'm kind of looking. I'm kind of digging the idea.
1: Well, I, it it depends on how well they pull it off. The, the no, is I don't they,
0: want them to pull it off well. Those movies are the first two Bill and Ted movies are really bad movies. I mean, the acting is terrible. The everything about the the special effects are just horrible. The the concept of they're going to write a song that changes the world. What a stupid idea! Um, they're just terrible. And yet,
1: well, yeah, the, I the, want this.
0: Those are I really mo- do
1: the first two are movies that are pulled out of what they are by the performances by two incredibly engaging dumb characters in the middle of it. The difficulty is is in this this third one they're going to pay middle aged guys. So how are they going to do that? Are they going to still be dumb teenagers? Or I, I, what they I hope be? they're
0: dumb middle aged guys. Actually, they just an average American probably. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> as I say, as an average American, because they're my age. Yeah. You know, in the Bill and Ted movies, they were my age. They're my age now. Um, trust me, I'm p- plenty stupid. I mean, <laughs> I t- it's, not a, it's not a big stretch. I see yeah. what you mean. I see yeah. what you mean. Yeah, I guess. I, I, mean. I really like that Keanu Reeves is who he is now. You read these stories about him online. Um and, and you look at the lady he's with who looks like he could be, she could be his mom, which mm-hmm. means age appropriate, which I think is awesome. Um, but <sighs> he was a badass for a while. And then he kind of, meh, like, yeah, we don't want him or Keanu And he was almost a, a caricature of himself. Uh, what was that movie? Um, where he plays a machinist. And, wasn't it called?
1: Uh, wasn't it called the Machine?
0: No, 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 chain reaction. Right. Uh, it's bad. Right. Just bad. Um, and that's the Keanu Reeves that we got for quite a few movies. That was just like, ugh. And then all of a sudden, he kind of disappeared for a while. Came back, and it's kind of freaking cool again. Yeah. I, I I'm kind of glad about that because I think he's a really good guy, and he can pull off. He's still Keanu Reeves in every movie he does. Uh. You know it, it, he is, and I yeah. know they've already wrapped on uh, Bill and Ted, mm-hmm. and I know he's filming the new Matrix movie now, right. with the one chick who used to be a guy. But I don't know. I don't. Whatever they are, I don't care. It's, yes, it's complicated. <laughs> it's very complicated. I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, but it looks like they're getting most of the gang back together for the Matrix, and I hope. I really hope that. They learned from the second two movies on what not to do. Because the first Matrix was brilliant and the second two were just bad. Um
1: I'm I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not turning up unless I see the Merovingian again. Just because I like the word Merovingian.
0: He is. They he's in it. He's in it. Yeah, he's in it. So I'm,
1: d- I'm down for that.
0: Yep. Um, I still
1: don't really know what a Merovingian is.
0: I don't but. either. It's just cool. <laughs> it's definitely French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I will say the actually the last movie I have not seen yet. And that's Birds of Prey. I haven't seen anything about it yet.
1: Uh, oh, hang and on a oh, you missed you missed one?
0: No, no, I know. Um, <laughs> okay. So I don't really want to talk about Birds of Prey yet because I haven't seen it.
1: Okay. Oh, all I can say is it's fabulous.
0: Yeah, I know it is, and I don't. I I don't want anything. You spoiled need
1: at all. to see it, and that's yeah, all. I, I will. Say. Yeah,
0: but. The one that I skipped over, of all of the movies on your list, is my favorite. This was brilliant. Zombieland Double Tap. I love the first Zombieland. I don't even like... What's his name? I I love uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. I can't stand the other guy. Um,
1: uh, what's... This is the guy who played... Um, um, he played uh, Mark Zuckerberg, didn't he? Yes, yeah.
0: yeah. I'm drawing a blank on the kid's name. He and he's was, not even a kid anymore. He was in... He plays he, the same character in it. Now, you want to talk about playing the same character and not stretching yourself. He, he, every movie, it's exactly the same. Yeah,
1: Jesse Eisenberg.
0: Yes, but I like a lot of the movies he's in. Um, although he was a, one of the worst choices in the history of the world to play Lex Luthor. What a stupid move. Um yeah.
1: But yeah, but he, was, he is. You're right. He's a very one note character. He is. But actor. that one
0: note character plays off perfectly against Woody Harrelson's craziness. It's the perfect foil. It really yeah. is. And I, I got to be honest, I loved the first Zombieland so much that I was hesitant. But the moment I saw the ads for it, I'm like, I'm in. It's going to be just as stupid as the other ones, but yet great. Yeah. And I had so much fun watching that
1: movie. It, it's this. It's absolutely brilliant. I mean, sometimes, particularly when it takes them a long time to do a sequel, so this came ten years after the first one. Wow, was it yeah. that long? Yeah. Then sometimes you think, oh my god, this might be awful, and they just hit it out of the park straight yeah. away. Yeah, it's the, the same so- characters. The both same guys,
0: both girls. Yeah.
1: It, it, and not only that, it's believable the fact that they've moved on a few years. It, yeah, they they still kind of work. It it was great. I really really enjoyed it.
0: There's a slight uh, upgrade to the zombies. Yeah, that was great.
1: Yeah, the, uh, the Homer, I, lo- I like I like the
0: Homer I, the best.
1: I loved the whole thing about them them seeing people who are like
0: doppelgangers of themselves. Yeah, that was, it was so good.
1: Fantastic. Yeah,
0: that was so good. And yeah. the funny thing is, uh, Jesse Eisenberg's double, if you will. Was yeah. in Silicon Valley, the HBO series that I really, really liked, uh-huh. and he plays kind of the same type of character in that one. So, I, no, I thought it was just great. It was awesome. Yeah. And I, I Rosa, Rosario Dawson, I love her. Yeah. She, Have you ever seen Clerks Three? Because she's in Clerks Three. I, I haven't. No. So that's the one movie that you kind of understand why people fall in love with her mm-hmm. because her character in Clerks Three, ugh. I love her. She's just awesome. Um, Obviously, it's a role, but she's also in the Daredevil series. Yes, she is. Yeah. uh, As the Night Nurse, which I'm so disappointed that I think they're just going to ignore those TV shows and kind of reboot them all, which I think is a mistake. I think it's a huge mistake.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, It it is.
0: They could. could Charlie Cox is an awesome Daredevil. Yeah. His character arcs were so good.
1: I know. They could forget about Luke Cage and. Um, yeah, I don't care
0: about Luke Cage and Iron Fist was terrible. Yeah. Um, but I think Jessica Jones was brilliant, and yep. I think Daredevil was brilliant, and so yeah. was the Punisher. The Punisher was really good. It I was, totally yeah. buy him as Frank Castle. Yeah, yeah. Although the what was the the Defenders that was bad. Uh huh. Well, it no had, conceived
1: It also had Iron Fist in it. Iron Fist is the weak link, even though I enjoyed. Iron Fist, the, I don't think I watched the second series yet. I enjoyed the first series, even though it was bad. I enjoyed it. Um, the only
0: thing I liked was that very last episode, in the last ten minutes, they set up what his character is going to go do. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I wanted to see from Iron Fist. That's perfect. But gone. Yeah. Should flush it all down the way. Um, but going back to Zombieland, though, if you guys haven't watched either one of these movies, you really should watch them. They are just, they're fantastic.
1: They're very they're clever because they're good they're good movies with a lot of heart, they're very funny, but also as well they they're at the same time they're completely spoofing zombie movies yeah. in kind of a good way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you see the uh to to wrap up here? Did you see the I the books haven't come out yet, but they're doing a novelization of The Last Skywalker.
1: I I heard about it. I, the Rise of some, the Skywalker. I, I saw say. I saw some stories about it the other day.
0: So now it comes out that Palpatine didn't really survive that it's a clone.
1: But that was and that was the reason for my joke about have you ever yeah. seen a good clone movie?
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and yet Ray is a the daughter of one of the failed clones that when Vader pitches him over the thing at the end of Jedi, uh his spirit, if you will, his force energy moves into a clone's body. Ugh You know,
1: I can understand why they dropped it, even though it created a great big plot hole. I can understand why they dropped it, because, frankly, it it comes across a bit like midichlorians. It's like, you know, yeah, too much explanation because the explanation sucks.
0: Well, they didn't need Palpatine in that movie. Yeah, it should have just been uh, Kylo Ren. That's the big bad. Yeah, but they
1: they wanted him to have his redemption arc, so they couldn't do that.
0: And I think that's a. I think that was I, the I biggest mistake. See,
1: you're going to go with clones. You could have gone with another clone of
0: Snoke. See, that would have worked. Well, they were. They were floating in the. Yeah, back.
1: exactly. So they could have had a live clone of Snoke.
0: Yeah. You know that when you kill him, he just comes back as he comes his own clone. Comes
1: back, and he basically yeah. they could even set it up as you know he's kind of he's figured out via Sith Holocron or something how to basically transfer his consciousness to a new clone every time you kill him. It or would- he
0: was a disciple of Palpatine. Yeah. And you could still leave Rey as Palpatine's daughter and Snook knew about it. That's why yeah. he wanted to get her.
1: Even you know? even Ian McDiarmid who plays uh, Palpatine yeah, <laughs> said he, he says he, uh, some, some, when they were doing uh, the prequels he says, oh, does, does the Emperor come back after Return of the Jedi and Lucas went. No, he's dead. He went. Yeah. Okay, fine. And then he got the script for this, and he's just like, really. Obviously, yeah. he took the money and did it. But
0: well, I mean, it's not Thanks, like a line waiting for Ian to star in roles. The sad thing is, he didn't have to put any makeup on for it. I thought that was kind of <laughs> that was sad.
1: Unfortunately, he still remembered how to do the force lightning trick that he.
0: <laughs> yeah, nobody can spray splay his fingers out quite like he can. <laughs>
1: You know, it's Oscar-winning performance. That
0: yep, yep. So, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I saw an article someone wrote. Star Wars fans no longer despi- despise Hayden Christensen's Anakin. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. We, we absolutely do. We
1: could despise more than one thing at the same time. Yeah,
0: we we despise yeah. Um The my Anakin is the one from the Clone Wars TV series. That's a that's a freaking badass Anakin. That's the guy I do believe becomes Darth Vader. Is, absolutely. Is he
1: not voiced by Hayden Christensen in the No, series? he's not. Okay.
0: No. None of the actors are.
1: You know what? I'm looking at Hayden Christensen's Wikipedia page now. He's only
0: 38. He, wow. Well,
1: maybe I'm prepared to cut him a little bit of slack for the prequels, because he was hella young.
0: No, then, I don't say he was bad. He was bad in the movies because yeah. of the movies. Yeah. I... I As an actor, I'm sure he's fine, although I've never seen anything else that was... I remember Jumper was really bad.
1: uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Anakin torpedoed what career he had. Oh, I'm sure it did.
0: (laughs) You know. But you can't say the same for Padme, because she's been in quite a few movies, and she's good. I like her a lot. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's not done anything
1: you've heard of for a long
0: time. That's the problem. Some of these actors become so well-known well i like, guess i guess like the guy who made, played yeah go ahead
1: he probably made good bank didn't he oh so, but
0: that's not the point though yeah um the guy who played uh, ron weasley i saw him in a movie a few years ago where he's basically cracked out and he's a thief and i actually enjoyed it It was a good movie um but the whole time i'm like poor ron yeah see
1: Sp- speaking of which just as a brief aside before we finish um I went to uh, Universal Studios while I was in Florida a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So, what'd you think? We went for the day specifically to see the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. Charlotte's 10. She's a big fan. Sure. She's had some difficulties. She broke her jaw a few weeks ago and this, that, and the other. We thought it would be a nice surprise to take the kids up there. It cost us a fortune.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, I'm
1: going to. I'm going to. I'm going to preface everything I'm about to say with the fact that this is a very expensive day out but if you're a Harry Potter fan and you get the opportunity to go to Universal Studios you should go because it is amazing it is really quite spectacular how well they've recreated that environment in Florida it really
0: really is The rides. I've seen it from a distance but I want to take the kids down there eventually when I hit the lotto
1: (laughs) okay yeah you might need to do that yeah. So we you know, we did it. we did the we did the rides, um, you know, the the all the rides there are these they, they, this seems to be the in vogue thing now. I haven't been to theme park for many years now. So the in vogue thing now is these rides that kind of move, but then you're looking at projected stuff and three D yeah. and all of that and then the the spraying stuff and the fire and that sort of thing. They were all pretty good. Some were better than others. The original Gringotts ride in um in uh, Diagon Alley which is the I think is the oldest one is it 's a good ride, but it 's sometimes hard to to hear what 's going on in it
0: because it 's very noisy and the thing is it, i, I don 't want to go to the Harry Potter thing at, there because of the rides to me it 's the ambiance well, yeah you 're at Hogwarts
1: the rides are part of the ambiance, though so yeah, know. you know because they try and put you in now the best part well there 's two things that that I think were the my favorite things first of all, I sent you that that picture of. Uh, Dumbledore Study. Uh, you, do you, you remember I, I sent it to you on um, on iMessage? I took that with my uh, iPhone 11, so I was able to get a really good picture of a very dark room.
0: And I'm scrolling up right now. I see the iMac. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yep, I see it.
1: So, that is why you are lining up for the uh, ride inside Hogwarts Castle. Um, now, that was an absolute perfect recreation of Dumbledore's Study, and then he's there. You can see him up at the top. Yep, it's yep. The projection thing. That was uh, was uncannily good. I mean, you really felt you were stood there. It was really good. The other thing was um, the the trip between the two parks. They've got Hogsmeade in one in one park with Hogwarts there, and then they've got Diagon Alley in the other with the recreation of London sites that you know look pitch perfect to me from somebody who lives who's been to London. Um, the, the you actually get the Hogwarts Express, and that is actually a ride. So the window—you sit in one of the train compartments. The window is a is a projection screen, uh, and then when the the you know the doors to the corridor close, they kind of have. Um, you can hear the chari- the characters from um, Harry Potter outside, and you see their shadows. You see the shadow of a dementor as it tries to attack them, and everything. It's all very very well done. You really feel like you're on the train, you know. That's
0: um, cool.
1: And that was really really cool. That was probably the best bet, and that was just kind of the you know the ride between the two parks. Um, so yeah, it was it was good. Uh, we went to Leaky cauldron We had fish and chips there, and we had um, butter beer and pumpkin juice, which you've got to have. Uh, amazing! They managed to come up something that everybody seems to like for butter beer. And <laughs> don't get it's full of sugar, but oh, sure. uh, you, but uh, you, the flavour of it is quite unusual and. Um, Everybody seems to I, – I didn't see anybody drinking it and going, ugh, or anything like that, you know, which I think is a bit of an achievement. Strangely enough, the uh, foam that's on the top is like – it is like magic foam. It's everlasting. They add it on <laughs> – because cause they, they add it on after they put – they pour the drink in the, in the tankard, and then they actually add it on on the top, and then you take it to your table, and you could be talking 40 minutes later, the foam's still exactly the same thickness. And I think that is a real bit of magic. <laughs>
0: So with that magic, we're gonna <laughs> wrap up Geeks Pub this week. Uh we'll be back in two weeks. Make sure you check out our other show, Tech Fan Podcast. Um good uh, you know, it's good good to get back to the pub, David. It certainly is, and next time we should have butterbeer. Sounds like a plan. See you then. Bye.